Welcome to the Cold Steel Surgical Podcast with your hosts, Amir Farouk and Chad Ball. It's that time of year again. We have the pleasure of interviewing and selecting our future colleagues. We are, of course, talking about the CARMS interview process. Most of our listeners will know that CARMS stands for Canadian Resident Matching Service, and the interviews are well underway for final year medical students across the country for the specialties of their interest. Like last year, we felt it would be helpful for prospective applicants to hear from the general surgery programs across the country about what their residency training programs have to offer. We have a few new voices and a few repeats from our episodes last year. This year, we've decided to break it up into separate individual episodes from each program. And you can also find the video versions of those interviews on our YouTube channel. Of note, we do not have any affiliation with CARMS. Last year, Dr. Ball and I talked a bit about our thoughts surrounding interviews and some general advice for applicants. Stay tuned for a rebroadcast of that conversation. And if you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. So email us at podcast.cjs at gmail.com or tweet at us at CanDoSurge. It was quite neat to do this episode, Hey Dr. Ball, because I think doing this actually brought back a lot of memories for me about what it was like to go through CARMS. Yeah, I think that's true. You know, the, the, some of the program directors were so eloquent in terms of the, the benefits and, and uh, some of the neat things within their program, within their city, within, you know, being around their colleagues and it. It certainly brought back trying to think about all those things as you as you apply for sure. It was a it was a real privilege to invite all the programs across the country, you know, most of which uh, were able to be included, and uh, we hope it helps a lot. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, while we're on the subject, Dr. Ball, you've obviously been on both sides of that equation. I think it is worth just talking a little bit about maybe some tips and tricks for people who will. Uh, are applying for their uh, residency as and as well for their interviews. Do you have any little tips and tricks that you you tell people who are applying uh, and are going to particularly now, I guess, with virtual interviews? Yeah, that's a great question, Amir. I mean, I just certainly don't have much in the way of of advice um, to our national applicants in terms of virtual interviews because it's a it's a hard thing to do, and it's certainly not something that you or I had to go through at, at that stage, uh, fortunately, and unfortunately for the candidates now. You know, I, I think whether you apply for uh, medical school and certainly when you apply for residency and or fellowships, um, you know, really the truth is on the other side of the curtain, really almost all of the reference letters are, are good to excellent. They're all, they're all quite good. Otherwise, you know, I think most of our medical student and resident colleagues would, uh, would know not to ask for a, for a poor letter. Um, so, so that probably holds a little bit less weight um, than some of the other elements of the of the application, I think you should be, you know, true to yourself. And in, in many ways, as you know, you know, you're interviewing the program as much, if not probably more, than the program is really interviewing you. And these programs across the country, you know, I think as our listeners will uh, and applicants will hear in this podcast, although they have the the solid core of Canadian general surgical training, uh, without doubt across the board. They really are unique in terms of flavor and um, some of their strengths. Um, they they differ substantially, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I, I completely agree to you. And not to get too, too Shakespearean, but you know that 
advice is uh, holds true to thine own self be true. And, and I think you, you, you don't realize this when you're going through it, but you know, the programs want to recruit their best possible applicants too. And, and, you know, more than one program director says on, on the interview that what they're really looking for is fit. And, And that goes both ways. I think, and I think hopefully that comes across virtually as well too. You know, you, you get a sense of who the people are. You get a sense of whether you would fit with that group. And not all personalities fit with all groups in all cities. So I think figuring out where you would jive and where you would thrive is is so important. And this is the this is the part of that interview where it's really hard to be objective about it. There's there's some little gut feeling. That, that goes in deep within you and you kind of realize like, you know, I think that's the place where I want to go and where I'm going to fit in. And you should just trust that voice inside your head that tells you that I think that that's, um, that's the way to go. And again, I didn't do a virtual interview either, but I think all the usual things about, you know, dressing professionally, you know, looking into whatever you can do to make yourself look as good as possible on your virtual interview is, is going to go along in a long stead. Cause again, programs are only get to see that one little snapshot of you so doing whatever you can to to make sure that um, that you look the best that you can on the interview day is going to go a long way and we'll, we'll post some links in the show notes to some really good advice that i've seen online about how to make yourself look good uh, virtually it, it is kind of a, a neat feeling to to look back on that i know i met many of my friends that i have today on my my carms tour so I hope that can be the experience for, for applicants this year as well, too. Yeah, the last thing I would say is, is support what you just mentioned. I like that very much. You know, essentially trust your intuition. It's probably the best barometer of, of, of the, the fit uh, to a program. My only other comment would be, and it probably sounds a little bit old school to uh, perhaps some of the applicants listening to this, would be that, you know, volume of, of cases in terms of a procedurally based residency is critical. So try and go to the places where you get the sense that you'll have a lot of opportunity with regard to seeing cases, thinking about cases, and uh, fortunately, as a result, operating on cases. So trust your intuition and and go where the volume is. And I think uh, uh, there's a lot of programs across the country that are are wonderful. And the, the truth is everyone wants to be a superstar. You can really really be a superstar both clinically and academically in any of the programs across the country. You've been listening to Cold Steel, the official podcast of the Canadian Journal of Surgery. If you like what you've heard, please leave us a review on iTunes. We love to hear your thoughts, comments, and feedback. So send us an email podcast.cjs at gmail.com or tweet at us at Ken J. Search. Thanks again.